What's up? Welcome back to Urban Academia episode number two ever. Let me get centered up here. I'm your host, Jay Zilla, as usual. And I got my guy with me. What's happening, man? Mr. Chulo Rich? What's happening, man? What's the word? What's the word? Man, word of the day, word of the day. Yes. Part two. Lying. That's the word of the day, my man. Lying. 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 Yeah. You know, today's show, the pandemic. Oh, man. Lying. Yeah, man. So, look. We have a, a special guest with us we're going to bring on in a little bit. But, um, yeah, man, first I just want to do a little check-in. How you doing? What you up to? Talk to me. Uh, man, you know, man, just trying to make it do what it do, brother. Trying to get that money to get them bills paid, you know, like we all do. That. You know what I mean? I'm actually in New Jersey right now, man, doing doing work, you know. Joyzy, man, it's hard to hear Joy-Z. that. Joyzy, right? Look, we can start this line pandemic of line thing going with that. <laughs> Is New Jersey really that bad? You know what? Um, I'm not like in the inner city, inner city, so I can't really, you know, what I mean, say it like that. But the people that I've talked to so far are pretty cool. They they talk funny to me. To you, know you. I mean? yeah. they probably think I talk funny. No, I know that's right. Yeah, man, he out there in Jersey. I'm out here in sunny, I mean, super sunny, New Mexico. Super sunny. Yeah. So it's what, eight, eight something your time? Yes, it is, man. It is 810 in uh, New Jersey. Yeah, 610 here in our wonderful guest down there in H-Town, Texas. We'll get to her in a little bit by way of Oak Cliff. Now, is it Oak Cliff? You know what? Save it, save it, save it. So sorry, peek behind the curtain a little bit as I look to you, the audience. Um, my cousin, a teacher, she's from Dallas, Texas, but so I moved away when I was really little, so I don't even know if I'm I'm considered a Texan, you know. Hmm. So I need I'm counting on her to really give me, you know, figure out some things on whether or not, you know, some different titles and whatnots. But anyway, so yeah, so I always hear that thing about Jersey about you know how it's. You know, it smells, people are mean, and, like, it's just nothing to do. The best thing about Jersey is leaving Jersey. All these things. And that kind of brings us to our topic, right? Lying. Like, the lies that not only we tell ourselves, but what we tell others. And, you know, all just the hodgepodge, man. What are one of the biggest lies that you heard that you can share on the show? <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble or anything, but one of the biggest lies that you've come across that just really – you know, hit you like, oh man, I can't believe I'm hearing this or saying it. Ah, uh, man, there's, you know, of course, there's so many, you know what I mean? But, um, if I had to pick, man, I don't know, man. Some kids have hit me with some great ones. <laughs> I've had, I've had some great ones from some kids, but eh, probably adults give you the, you know, the ones that you're just like, I can't believe this fool is saying this. Like, you don't know <laughs> most, I'm an adult, too. Like, Right, the most egregious lies. Now, but I, time, but I've, been on, I've been on both sides of that, so you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's now, see, that's what I'm getting to. Like, I don't know if y'all are paying attention to that or not. Like, I asked him a lot he's heard or told, right? And you haven't really gotten to what the actual lie was. So that's what I want to hear. Look at that face right there. Like, is there a lie that Chulo Rich told once upon a time in his life that he was just like, man, I can't believe I just did that? Like, even for yourself? Several, man. 
at, at almost at every age of life. You know what I mean? Um, right. I think maybe maybe some of the earlier lives were um, uh, go take a shower. Okay, I go in the bathroom, turn on the shower, and yeah. uh, I just kind of hang out. You know what I mean? Just hang out. <laughs> Come out twenty minutes later. Man. Yeah, you know, you take a shower here, and then uh, she went in there one day, and uh, she made me feel like an idiot. But I was an idiot. I was a kid. You know. Right. She comes out and she's like. Uh, Boy, there ain't no damn water in the tub. The rags is dry. Like I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't think of nothing. Like, stupid. All right, man. I look. Let me tell you. One of my <laughs> wife writes in with why, just why. You know why? <laughs> we got four kids. You know why, right? All of us here, you know, we know exactly why. <laughs> but I look. I'm gonna tell a lie that I told in my adulthood. Now this is my heyday of lying you know at the height of my narcissism and all kinds of you know interesting things i was doing i'm not gonna say good or bad but very interesting <laughs> but yeah she said still don't know get out of here wife no i'm just kidding please stick around <laughs> so one of the lies that i told and i don't know if i was high drunk or both now the lie i told i was having an argument with a buddy of mine about whether or not a girl would be interested in me i was like Man, it's like you think you know everything, right? And I was, I was willing. Like looking back on it, I realized that I was willing to do anything to win an argument. Okay. Bet, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's that's man. Yeah. That's so a, one of the things I, I did. So here's the thing I did, and I know you've heard the story before. I did it on the test. And uh, what's up? I see you in the back room back there, Luca, Luca. Okay, okay. No, so, so literally, one of the things I did was I switched my number and save or I save my own number as this girl's name and i was texting myself making it look like we were exchanging text messages just to prove a point now let me let me give <laughs> you some context this is a childhood friend who grew up to be a very beautiful woman good job and like i had never had any like any sort of feeling like that towards her or anything i never tried her none of that but i just wanted to win this argument and he just looked at me. I don't know how, if he could tell or not, or if he just knew, like, this is something he did, you know, <laughs> before. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but he was like, bro, that's that's your number. And I was like, what? And, like, I immediately, like, snapped out. I was like, bro, you're right. I don't know. I don't even know why I just did that. <laughs> so I was like, I was apologizing. I was like, man, I, I'm high, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So I just, I literally just, I had to confess right away. And I literally, that got me to thinking about myself of, like, man, if I'm willing to tell such an egregious lie just to win an argument, like, I really need to check myself. And then it made me kind of paranoid about other people and what they were saying. It's like, man, that could be a lie right there. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, wife. Okay. But for you viewers out there, I know it can be scary being live on anything, no matter how many people may or may not be watching. But... If you want to come on, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, we're live in both locations. Boom. There it is. Go ahead and click that link. Excuse me. I'll put that up throughout the show. Follow the uh, instructions. And you'll be able to join us live video. But, you know, if you're just relaxing or getting ready to go out or something, I understand. Still got your bonnet on. Whatever it is you're doing, you know, you can just do audio. But we like to hear some of your most egregious lies. 
as we welcome and bring on our wonderful guest. Please help me welcome teacher. <laughs> What's happening? Hello. hello, hello, looking beautiful as usual. Right. So Thank this you is for my me. no problem. Thank you for joining us. So we had you in the back room, and I'm sure you're listening to these lives. He as a child, me as a whole grown man, right? What I got some grown man <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. So, but we got two different time frames. I'm interested, one, in what she thought about our lives first. Well, um, with Jayzilla and I, I have a lot similar to that, so I thought it was super funny. But, yeah, once you got caught red-handed, it's like, there's nothing you can do now but confess and be like, yeah, my bad, like. I feel like once you get caught red-handed, and it depends on what you're lying about, then that's kind of like your signal to stop lying or to start, you know, mm. like you know, it's getting outrageous. <laughs> For some <laughs> people, funny. Sometimes them signals is hard and, to see, Jack. <laughs> and as far as um, Mr. Rich lie, um. <laughs> That was yeah, a dirty that was twenty-two. Yeah, because my brother used to do the same thing. So maybe that's a boy thing, you know. My brother used to do the little same dirty thing. Guy. Yeah. Dirty little boy. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's natural. I guess. Yeah, right. So little, let me <laughs> Mr. Rich, did you catch what I did there? I I let her kind of talk about our lives. Now, your favorite teacher. <laughs> I want to know one of your most egregious lies that you told or that was told to you, you know, because, you know, I'm sure you don't have very many lies. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm very truthful. Okay. Um, no, um, I'm gonna tell one of my lies. And I remember one time, like I said, the one that popped in my head when you were telling your story was about, I did the same thing. So I remember I was in high school. I had to be like, uh, maybe my sophomore year, junior year, one of the two. Mm -hmm. And someone had cupcakes and they only had like one left. And I wanted that cupcake. And it was like, and I knew they were going to say yes to me. So I'm like, you know, feeling confident that I'm going to get this cupcake. So I go oh, and right. ask for the cupcake. And they said that it was for, they were saving it for one of my friends. So I know the, the, the person that they were sending that they were 74 me and we consider each other like really close we consider each other sister and brothers so i was like you know what if i text and ask him can i have his cupcake i was like most likely he's gonna want his cupcake so let me not do that so what i right. did was i changed my, my friend my other friend name to his name and i had her to text me from his phone saying that i can have his cupcake so then I just went back oh, and I showed that message thread <laughs> to, to the person with the cupcake. And I'm like, he said I can have it. And they gave it to me. And I was just like, wow, it's so easy. Like, so you easy. know? And then, <laughs> of course, later on, they seen him. And he's like, where's my cupcake? And they like, oh, you said Angel can have it. And he's like, no, I didn't. And they both come up to me. And I was just like, yeah. I ate your cupcake. Yeah, like it's gone. There's nothing. That's yeah. crazy. And I confessed to them, but yeah, it's pretty funny. And I'm, they were, it made me realize like how sneaky and conniving I could, <laughs> I could really be. So, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, research shows uh, that the quicker a child learns to lie, it kind of shows their intelligence. 
which is really interesting, like how the creativity and everything kind of go hand in hand. And as soon as they are able yeah, to manipulate their oh, so I could just say something that's not true and get what I want or get out of trouble. It's like, this is amazing. I should do this all right. the time. There's no coming back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My wife is writing in no the comments saying, the savagery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for real. For real, you do have to be a savage. You have mm -hmm. to. You know, to so lie, talk to us. feelings, everything. Absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about what you do and, you know, your expertise and whatnots. Okay, so I am a school teacher. Um, I mean, that sums up <laughs> what I do. Yes, I am a school teacher. I almost told. Okay, yeah, almost told. <laughs> but um, I'm... <laughs> Just a school teacher who actually have a passion for what I do. I love it with everything in me. Um, I get honestly, I get something out of um, seeing how far I can really take people, and it's all, and it goes for the students and even you know my coworkers as well. Just to see like how well I can make people's lives better. I enjoy that. So. That's awesome. And look, you're talking about all the wonderful work you do with children. And uh, we have one of our good partners, Mr. Liggins, in the comments saying that all that for a cupcake makes you wonder. Oh, what my would God. you do for a Klondike bar? You got to know, right? No, for real. You got to know. <laughs> Appreciate that, Mr. Liggins. No, I Famous that, that showed me how I can drive, and I really was. Man, it is something else. Oh, so, yeah, I had a you in high school yeah look we won't put you too far out there now look i'm gonna actually change it to we're gonna put it on somebody yeah. else all right so as i put just hang back uh teacher there and mr rich you as well we're gonna play this video all right courtesy of uh i don't even know who uh let me see javon yn appreciate that bro so we're gonna play this video and then y'all then we can discuss an even more egregious lie, in my opinion. All right. Stay, stay tuned. What the fuck is this? It's a fucking shirt. What the fuck is you doing? What the fuck is you doing? What the fuck is you doing? What you mean? This bitch trying to break in the car. She's trying to break in the car, man.
my man, my man, my man said she was holding him <laughs> hostage. I seen it happen, man. That <laughs> felt crazy. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Liggins. He had the Uber receipt though, didn't he? No. So okay, let me get into this because at first I was like, is this is this real? This can't be real, can it? You know, and it turns out that like, yeah, yeah, it's very real. And so uh well, I mean, I don't know if it's real. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm reading comments and everything. But I don't know if it's real or not, but if it was real, he turned this into a whole career. There's a whole compilation of him. And, you know, he's got a catchphrase now and all that sort of thing. So I don't know if they started out as a skit, which if so, that's some really good acting. I'm impressed. If not, I'm impressed that he just kept going. And, like, enough to, like, have an attitude for her, right? <laughs> Demario Liggins says, LOL, love it. He's <laughs> good TV. Asha Gale says, I just, I know exactly how she said that too. I just, uh, right. The boy, Mr. Liggins, <laughs> you gonna let the thief go? <laughs> so, so Gales, have you ever had that type of, you ever got one off never, like that? Never. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Lord. I, I've been there, man. I've been there a few times, man. I've been a lot of different places. I've been a lot of different places. Tell me about it, Mr. Rich. Uh, man, I, I remember one experience, man, um, I got a phone call and I was out, you know, uh, truth. I was out at a, I was at a strip club and it was with some buddies, whatever. And, uh, Naturally. I, w and I was there, but we were actually, um, there in like, a, it wasn't actually a strip club. It was actually a club that, that I was helping to run. And on that night we just had strippers. Um, one of the security guards um, was cute, um, and I ended up talking to her after the club, whatever. So I get a phone call, and it's my girl at the time, and she like, hey, did I just see you? Did I just ride past you? Or You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, nah. I ain't, I ain't and uh, at that moment, man, I made eye contact with her. She made eye contact with me. She was passing me in traffic, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm like... You know, nah, I don't know what you tell, you know what I mean? And she saw me, I saw her, you know what I mean? But I just kept it going. Like, yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, she circled around, followed me back, you know what I mean? So that didn't last too long. But. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried. Right. No, so, look, I'm going to go to the teacher here. Like, come on, man. How price is, is that lie? Honestly, kind of feel like, yes, of course. I'm not gonna say yes, of course, but um, I mean, try your luck. If you fall out, like maybe <laughs> you know you're gonna get away with it. Why not? Right? That's what life is for. <laughs> However, I feel like once you've been caught, it's just best to go ahead and just come out clean and let's get this whole "I'm sorry, not really sorry" cycle started. Like, let's go on and get this started. Right. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I think I think you're right, but when you tell, tell lies, you got to get caught. You got to get caught to what? stop. But I think you're right. I said I think you're right, but when you do tell lies, you got to get caught in order to stop, or you don't stop. You just think you're getting better at lying. Right. You know. Listen, but that but dude, like a criminal. You. you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> that dude right there is a special brand of liar. 
Demario Liggins in the comments with he could work for the government with lying like that. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man, but that dude, he got caught. Yeah. I mean, he oh. got caught, caught, you know, and just kept on going. Like, he had one lie after another after another. Like, like I said, if this was real, like, he's definitely had a lot of experience at this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my wife says a habitual liar can't stop, which, so that's clinical. That's lying on a whole new line, level, right? Habitual lying. Yeah, sorry, re reading yeah. the comments over here. So, yeah, man, like, people like that who can't stop, I couldn't imagine. But, again, like I said when we started this, I wanted to talk about more so internalizing lies, right, the lies that we tell ourselves. Like, it's, no, it's not by accident that I, I named it the pandemic of lying, right? If you look at the current pandemic that we're going through and where all these different lies have, you know, stretched out and, and come back to us, you know, almost coming back home to roost. It's it's a, it's an it's very interesting to watch, right? So you have the government who's lied in the past, so no one trusts them now. You have scientists, you know, who because of the last administration putting pressure on them, they they did a lot of lying. So now when they try to tell the truth, it doesn't seem very trustworthy. You have some people tell themselves lies like you know i'm i'm for trump and you know i believe in god and so i don't need xyz and it's like but trump got the he got the he got the vaccination so well you know i still don't trust hillary in her emails like wait a minute like so all these different things right so i wanted to instead of focus on that the pandemic of lying itself to yourself so let me go to the lady first because i'm a southern gentleman you know what i mean What's a lie that you tell yourself that you just like, you know what? I got to do better. Um, okay, I've been in like a, several. Um, one of them is, okay, that I'm going to stop spending so much money. I honestly be trying, though. But at the same time, <laughs> I know that I'm not going to succeed. But so it's, I feel like it's a lie because it's like I know that I'm not. So just instead of telling myself, like, you know, for real, for real, stop, I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm not. But I'm just telling myself to make myself feel better. Um, mm -hmm. Another lie is being, on work, being to work on time. I really do be trying, but I know at the end of the day, if I lay in bed 20 minutes after my alarm clock get off, I'm never going to be able, <laughs> never going to be. Uh, to work right. so it's just like those things i mean it's a lie because i know that it's never going to happen especially if i'm not actually doing anything to to make it come true <laughs> sorry <laughs> but, no 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 it's mine it's a little man little like, wait, wait who's that who's that <laughs> that's pagey Say hi. Hey, G. Oh, look at her. Look at her. Hey. Look, she had to make the cameo. She's like, I know you ain't about to be in here talking oh. to no dudes, and I ain't gonna talk to okay, nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's what she wants. Because she, she used to, uh, her family, you know, my people call. She used to, you know, been in the camera as well. So I guess I have to share the camera. No problem at all. No problem at all. So, Mr. Rich, Mr. Rich give me a lie hi. that you tell yourself. Hey, Paige. Oh, hold on, Mr. Rich. Hold on just a minute. This just in. I wish I could have a little. Hold on. Let me see if I can Hi. do some Hollywood magic. Hello. Man, she don't even know who I am, does she? 
Steve. Nah. <laughs> Steve, I gotta check on family better. They can't hear you, Mama. I got my AirPod in. Bro, we can hear you. I will. I'm gonna do it like this, Paigey. Well, I know I'm kind of they misspelling and everything. Boom! She gets her own little ticker. Boom! There you go. Okay. Look, I gotta work on that spelling though. Okay, it's great. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You just missing one letter. It's okay. Uh oh, what am I missing? I. Take it off. You know, good thing we're not live. So, <laughs> I got you. So look, man, pandemic of lying. So, Mr. Rich, give me a lie that you uh, that you tell yourself. You know that you're really working on. One that I tell myself that I'm really working on. Um, sometimes, um, sometimes it's, it's it's not needing people or things. Um, other times, other times I think, and I don't know if you can look at this as a lie, but I would say my biggest lie to myself would be, uh, procrastination. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to learn to not procrastinate as much, um, as far mm -hmm. as the things that I care about or want to do, you know, trying to get them, just get things going, get your feet moving. You know what I mean? But um I, I do know at this age you know there's a lot i've been through um and you you try your best man to to straighten things out you know uh, you know better you do better so every day man every day see i like that so know better you do better i can take that because first of all you know <laughs> There's so many lines out there, right? Did you see? But, did you see Paco's comment? Yeah, I was getting to it. So, no better, oh, okay. do better, right? Yeah, no better, do better. You know, that's I feel like for me, that's a lie that I tell myself. Because if I look back, especially you know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, but not necessarily. So, right? There's another lie, but oh. so anytime I I look at it as um, there have been times where I knew better, and I just. Anybody that had any good sense, I got them out of the way. Like, bro, why didn't you call me? It was like, no, nah, man, you would have talked some good sense, and that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> you know, I talked to all my rah-rah people, right? But Mr. Liggins, yeah. of, of course I see Mr. Liggins. So he's a, he's in a comment with, one something deep? The most told lie is, I love you. And But that's interesting. If you scratch that lie a little bit, right, that lie... It's probably, I, I think I may agree with that because that lie is one of the most told lies uh, because of the lie about what love is. What does it mean to love someone, right? We've heard all these kind of things. We've seen Disney's rendition of, you know, you just doing some gardening with some singing birds and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. And you just know, right? Uh, but they don't really talk about the what happens afterwards, right? And then the missus is in the comments with the most dangerous lies we tell are the lies we tell ourselves. And another one, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about, you know? So, I mean, that's a good example right there. Like, how do we define what love is, right? Because I know what I've been told isn't necessarily true, but from my own experience and the experiences of others that I trust, 
you know, love is a verb. Love is work, right? You know, I'm a Christian. So for me, when I look at love, it's, it's really, it's really action, right? You know, waiting on the Lord and all of that stuff. It's action. If you look at like back in the Jane Austen days, right? Cause you know, I'm getting into reading a little bit. I'm trying Mr. Rich, Miss Teacher, you know, um, looking back in those days when they were ladies in waiting, like these ladies were learning how to sew, how to prepare meals, like menus and stuff, how to run the household, how to balance a book, how to play the piano, how to draw. Like they were doing a lot, right? Yeah. Waiting yeah. isn't this idea of just, you know, I'm just going to sit and, you know, like you hear most people like, no, nah, I ain't going to do nothing. You know, hey, why don't you go fill out that application? Like, now nah, I'm waiting on the Lord. It's like, that's not what waiting on the Lord means. That's not what love <laughs> is. It's get up and get active, right? Activate that faith by taking those steps of faith. So I, I, I love this, the idea of like love being the most told lie. That's because we're, we're simply bad at defining terms, right? There's another lie. Everyone thinks that they can speak well and communicate well, but truth is we are very bad listeners, right? We're very bad communicators. And so it takes work to kind of counteract that, balance it out, right? So, I think we're going to go ahead and kick it to this little game. You know, I want to play a game with y'all. It's an old game. <laughs> and again, if you want to join in and play with us, click this link right here. Scroll towards the beginning and uh, click it. Make sure you have Chromebook. Uh oh. Make sure you have like Chromebook. And, uh, and come on and join us as we play this game. What's up, Mr. Rich? I was just thinking about something and why you're getting there because, you know, uh, of course, in any any conversation, man, if you want to try to better yourself, you got to throw yourself in the mix, even if you're just talking. Um, and this being our show, of course, I do that. Um, when when you tell a lie, you know, what I mean, I guess, girls, you don't you, I don't know, man, you haven't lied too much. I don't know what, what the deal is. But to any of the listeners, um, you miss teacher. Um, when you do lie, do you lie to people in the street? Do you lie to people that you know? Do you lie to um, your significant other? Because me personally, I when it comes to people that I don't really have a like a love for or, or something of that nature, a lie is really not necessary in any sense. Which makes it fucked up when you lie because you only lie to those that you care about. So, mm. like, how does that work? Um, I would like to come in. So for me, it depends. Um, of course, I, t I totally agree with you on that, though. If it's someone that I really have um, no sense of their feel emotions, not really, like, I'm not, if they feelings hurt by what I'm saying, I'm not going to be hurt, then, yes, I would not lie to them. There's no point. However, I have started to lie or tell, like, white lies. Um, because I know that if I do that, it's going to keep the peace versus if I go ahead and tell the truth and I kind of hurt their feelings, I'm, I'm knowing that that's going to cause tension between me and this person. And if that's not something like I honestly feel like dealing with, then yes, I will tell white lie. Like, yeah, sure. It's cute. You know, I'm going by my life, you know, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it depends on the situation. If I'm trying to keep the peace and yeah sure whatever but um in actuality honestly 
it depends because when it comes to my loved ones i'd rather be honest with them i'd rather go and get it out the way especially if i know it's something that's going to come back and um bite me in the butt i go ahead and tell them the truth because i'm knowing mm. the value of the lie when they find out that it's a lie it's going to cause way more damage if i just tell the truth right then and there so yeah <laughs> so yeah i i <laughs> I choose to tell the truth to the ones that I love, actually. Um, but I understand people who do say, well, you know, they tell a lie to the people that they truly love because they don't want to hurt their feelings. And um, it's like, either way, to me, like I say, either way, I feel like the feelings is going to be hurt. Um, but it's just about either face the consequences now or face them later. And for me, I'd rather go on and get it over with. I don't want to torture myself. Thinking, oh yeah, they believe a lot. We are good, and then a few months later down the line, it's exposed, and now you got to go back through that all over again when you could have just come together the way the first uh, uh, independent. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, going through the comments there, Miss Teacher, my wife says that that is when there's the most inducement to lie. You said, Teacher, feelings, right? And she also, right. uh, of course, you know, she got a clown a little bit, you know, that gummy wife. <laughs> she says, <laughs> and the lie detective test said that was a lie. Jay, in regards to Mr. Rich's comments, Jay Zillow doesn't lie. Yeah, no, I've had some whoppers. And of course, uh, Mr. Ligon says, you lie to those you don't want to lose. Yeah, man. Nah. <laughs> right. So, Mr. Rich, in regards to that, particular comment right you know the ones that you don't want to lose th those are probably the most important lies if, if you can even phrase it that way but i mean we lie about frivolous stuff all the time you know my girls in in on the show talking about stealing uh stealing cupcakes you know by <laughs> texting like what is it in us that drives us to to lie especially with those those little white lies the frivolous lies uh the frivolous ones i don't really understand that as much um you know especially especially and i guess i'm just weird because like i said when it comes to i'm just talking to the average individual there's absolutely no reason because there's no repercussion with you at all you know what i mean right. so um i think kind of like paco said um you know those that you don't want to lose yeah you you are more liable to lie to but i mean saying that out loud man it hits hard when you say it out loud you know what i mean and um that's not right. the way to do it <laughs> so um yeah uh, message <laughs> absolutely man so look we're gonna get into a game and I, I think i'm gonna go back to the lady first again i'm a southern gentleman and uh and of course you got pagey on there what's up pagey so um we're going to play an old game, Two Truths and a Lie. And if you're not familiar with this game, you, the audience, I guess, uh, you tell, you're going to make three statements, two true statements and one statement that's a lie. Let's see if the people in the comments can guess which one is the lie. So do you understand? Everyone gets the premise of this game. All right. So go ahead and get your thoughts together and, uh, because look, man, I want to get into this. You made a state. You talked to me privately, Mr. Rich, about uh, 
you know, Elvis versus R. Kelly versus Michael Jackson, right? Oh, man, yes, sir. About how R. Kelly and Michael Jackson and how they're depicted versus how Elvis is depicted, right? Elvis is the man. <laughs> hey, man, look, which is crazy, like, musically, man, that's, that's some good me- music, right? Like, I, I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. It's all right, man. Yeah, all three of those gentlemen, right? I'm not comparing these at all. But yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I compare. No, 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 like that. But man, you got some bangers. Come on now, state power and whatnot. But uh, look, I think that's a good filibuster. We're gonna. I want you thinking about that, right? Elvis versus R. Kelly versus Michael Jackson. <laughs> as we go to a much needed break with Paige and the teacher there with her two truths <laughs> and a lie. Go ahead. Um, okay, so my first statement is I am a pre K teacher. Um, my second statement is I only weigh 105 pounds. And my third statement is I graduated from Texas State University. TSU. All right, and we'll just let that linger uh, as we go to Mr. Liggins there, who's saying second most used lie. <laughs> Oh, I forgot that was that was in the bottom of my buggy. Bah. <laughs> but still, man, let me tell you, I was with a, a, a girl once who we went in with her baby. And I won't say any names, but <laughs> we went in with her baby to Walmart. And when we were in there, she had taken juice from one part and a sippy cup and opened it in another area, went to a third area and put like half in, got rid of everything. And they went to a fourth area to shop a little bit more. She put stuff in the basket. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, we going all the way to jail. Like, in my mind, it's like CIA cameras are on us every move. They're just waiting for us to get towards the front, right? And no, just cruise right on out. Like, you know, I, I just couldn't fathom because I was told the lie that, hey, boy, get your hands out your pocket. They're going to think you still and put you in jail. That's a crazy thing to tell a child, you know? don't put your hands in your pockets in the store because they're going to think you're stealing and you're going to go to jail. Like, so me at that age is like, I'm thinking that they're really going to put me in jail for looking like I may have stolen something. So, yeah, so we'll kick it back up here to the lady. No one's in the comments. Mr. Rich, you want to, you care to make a guess as to which statement was the lie? Should I repeat? Yeah, let's get him one more time because I want to judge your face too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So my first statement is I'm a pre-K teacher. My second statement was I weigh 105 pounds. And my third statement was I graduated from Texas State University. I almost feel like if I guess if I guess one, I might get in trouble, and then the other <laughs> one. Okay, so let me put that out there. I do not. Um, I'm not one of those girls who are, you know, big on. Ah, I just muted her. I just muted her. No, 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 no. That's too many hints. Get out of here. How dare you? How dare you? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not how the game is played, madam. There are your options: pre-K teacher, 105 in weight or TSU, Texas State University grad. All right, and we'll just, we'll, we'll let it linger. We'll let it linger. All right, 
So, yeah, and while it lingers, I'm going to take you off mute, teacher. Don't look. I forgive you. Just don't let it happen Sorry. again. Sorry. Okay? Oh, okay. Because, yes, I didn't know. He almost had me. He almost had me. Right. That, that's how smooth Mr. Rich is. That's okay. It happens. He gets me all the time. So, wow. Right, right. Please. So, while the in the comments, you know, get in there and make your guess. Paco, and, uh, Paco is on it, bro. Paco <laughs> is on it. He's saying, man, she's 115. It's not. Yeah, yeah, he, he said, said it. I said it. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm he quoting Mr. Liggins. I said it. <laughs> That's Mr. Demario Liggins of the Who That Podcast. 0.5 of the Who That Podcast. So, oh, yeah, I Mr. Rich. my voice when I can't speak. Yeah. For real. So, I'm, I'm kicking it back to you while we let that scroll at the bottom. Those are your options. Pre K teacher. She weighs 105 pounds. TSU, Texas State University grad. Which one of those statements are a lie? But while we're doing that, I'm going to have Mr. Rich filibust a little bit and uh, give me his thoughts on how we treat Elvis versus how we're currently treating R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Man, that's almost saddening to me, man. But um, obviously, you know what I mean? We get dogged and uh, they get put on a pedestal. Um, Elvis is museum or house or whatever that is is still there his cars are still selling for hundreds of thousand dollars um i just saw um who was that boosie just bought one of his cars recently one of elvis's cars one of elvis's cars he's still making money you know what i mean Um, it's ridiculous you know what i mean whereas you know we just get hauled off to jail and 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 uh pulled out of the uh pull it off the shelves and, and whatever else they decide to do um that's right and Paige, you don't like it either <laughs> and i and i think and i think we've like as far as the music goes like the music is to me is better you know what i mean um i had an african friend man at work one time tell me um all music is oh Technical difficulties, great. All music is garbage. We will see after these. I almost said these messages. We're not that type of show. Mr. Rich, wave at me when you get the uh, something happened with your connection there. Man, you gotta love technology, right? There's a lot right there, like yeah. technology, how great it is, right? It's great till it is. I mean, it is great. <laughs> it's great till it is, right? I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like they say, too much of anything is bad for you. So, yeah. Right, right. So we got Mr. Liggins. Absolutely. So uh, as we wait for uh, Mr. Rich to join us again, Mr. Liggins in the comments, he goes, let's talk about Woody Allen adopted his daughter and when she turned old enough, married her. Yeah. Exactly. I mean... So his movies are still like held as some of the greatest ever, some of the best writing, which maybe, but like, where's the same equal treatment and all that sort of thing? I don't know. And I really wanted Mr. Rich to get back on. So we'll continue the game. All right. As we, uh, pre K teacher, does she weigh 105 pounds? Is she a Texas State University? So we do these little, little breaks in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and go because I want to have this conversation with Mr. Rich here. 
about the comparisons, right? The lies we tell ourselves about the big bag boogeyman, you know, who happened to be black versus right. the <laughs> the white guy who is a legend and was just misunderstood and a product of the times, right? As we're joined back with Mr. Chulo Rich. There he is. Uh-oh, you got to turn your volume down. I'm going to take you down. <laughs> so, Mr. Rich, what we're talking about is you finishing uh, your comment. I'll put it back up here. And while you were talking, Mr. Liggins uh, said, let's talk about Woody Allen adopting his daughter and when she turned old enough, married her, right? But his movies are still... Looked at, you know, is one of the, you know, some of the greatest movies out there and all that sort of thing. Your thoughts on that? I mean, I feel the same way I feel about the other guys. I mean, that's that's a trash statement. It's a, it's a trash situation. You know what I mean? Um, it just further shows where we're placed. You know what I mean? Um, and I can't. Well, we I can't. Where we allow them to place us, and most no, that's 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 exactly right. And um, I think if we if we ourselves could 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 somehow turn a blind ear to that and 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 focus on what we know to be true about our own artists and and our own um, people in our community that, that that we hold to a higher standard or that, or that we upheld. Um, you know, it's, it's up to us to protect those people. It's up to us to uplift those people. Right. It should be up to us to tear those people down if they're torn down. It shouldn't be up to them. You know what I mean? So, so I'm of the mind, you know, we're talking about the pandemic of lying here. As it says, there's the title. Um, the lies beneath the lies that are under the lies that are covered by other lies and so on and so forth. You know, in perpetuity, throughout the universe, in, in infinity and beyond, right? So many lies right there. So the idea that I know I've had conversations before talking about how, you know, women were treated in the early on, you know, um, and then how that kind of that correction happened. Right. It went from shut up, get in there and make me a sandwich for a back slap you and the police show up. It's like, well, ma'am, did you make him a sandwich? I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do for you, you know, to now like <laughs> read at me wrong and I will take everything you got. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. a bit of an overcorrection because it shouldn't yeah. be like, you know, women for centuries saying like, hey, men shouldn't be out here and allowed to be hoes, right? You know, excuse the language. But, uh, but the flip side shouldn't be, well, now that I'm empowered, you know, we're in 2021, I can do whatever I want to. Like, I feel like one or the other, either we all just allowed to just be out there and do what we want to do or we all should be a little more, you know, wholesome in how we're, how, you know, taking care of ourselves, right? So my, the lie that I'm looking at with this Elvis, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson comparison, I'm taking Mr. Kelly out, right? Because they just now started uh, selecting his jury August 9th of this year. So I'm going to leave that alone, you know, because you know, I believe in due process and all that, but it looks bad. We all can agree with that, right? But Michael Jackson, here's the lie. They are tearing down his name, which, I mean, some people are, but you got to define that they, right? But is he really, or his estate now, because he's dead, right? Is his estate really suffering? Are all his family members and all of his, you know, 
nonprofits and all of these, you know, all everything that the money he's to stay still brings in today is still flowing. Eight of the nine years that he's been dead, he's been the richest deceased celebrity, right? Bringing in a very humble $400 million a year. That's a lot of money. <laughs> So where is this, you know, the documentary is out, sure. People on Twitter are talking, oh no, sure. Like my daughter, a year after he died, was dancing to him in her dance class with a bunch of other white people. So I think, I feel like the lie is, you know, this very small amount of people who are very loud saying that we should cancel him. But man, you know Thriller's still gonna be playing during Halloween. (laughs) Let me say that number again, $400 million a year. Okay, so educating ourselves and having these conversations, right? So we really understand who's the they we're talking about. Is are these things really happening? Are they not? Like, sure, they're gonna put in the media and everything, but those dollars don't lie. What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Rich? Yeah, say that for me again, now, brother. I'm right now. No, my I'm name. just saying. No, 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 you're good. So the lie within the lie, right? That small amount of people, like Twitter, millions of people on Twitter, but there are billions of people in the world. So is what Twitter says the truth? You know, that is a large sample size. That's well, media, man. That's, 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 the media. that's media. You know what I mean? Let, media. Them tell you, let them tell you you can't do anything with Michael Jackson, right? Like, oh, Michael Jackson's canceled and he's gone forever, but $400 million a year his estate brings in? That's quite a bit. Absolutely. The yeah. pandemic lies, man. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, media is media. And if they can tell you something, if they can um, television, if they can teleport a vision into your head, um, then they will. You know, <laughs> um, if you accept it, you know, that's what it is. Um, and I hope people, you know, get better than that, man. Um, just because something comes on and is, is, is brightly colored and clear and vision whatever it looks good on the screen that does not make it true that does not make it real like after it said you know if you care about it you know do some sort of research on it you know google it to three four different sites see if it comes back the same in each one you know what i mean like if you care you know or if you're gonna run around spreading more information you know what i mean like do some sort of due diligence you know right right and speaking of due diligence you know, we're going to go to a very important topic. Is our guest a pre-K teacher? Does she weigh 105 pounds? Is she a Texas State University graduate? Which one? One of those are a lie. Which one of the lie? You have three seconds. Go. <laughs> Number one. So he is saying... Well, is this the countdown? What's happening? Yeah, she's right. I'm counting the three seconds. Maybe I should start from three to Okay. So what is it, Mr. Rich? TSU grad. Is that right? No, that no, wait, is wait. correct. Yeah, look at him. Oh, look okay. at him. No, 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 no. The lies we tell <laughs> ourselves. I was about to take it back. Yeah, I was about to take it back. <laughs> right, right. Yes. So, I am not from Texas State. I am a Texas Southern graduate. TSU's in the building. TSU's in the building, which I need to figure out this thing. So, okay. Is that like calling a Korean Asian or something? 
Or a oh, Korean no. Chinese, right? Because they're all Asian. Right, right, right. Right, you know. What I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I got so there you. I don't know. No. That's no. sucking. Texas a... Southern, that's HBCU, okay? I hear you. I hear you. Shout out, shout out, uh, wow. Texas Southern, yo. Shout out all the HBCUs. Yeah. Right. There we go. There we go. So, uh, look, I'll go next, Mr. Rich. Because, uh, I mean, we're towards the end of this thing. I don't know. But, yeah, so, um, I am six feet, four inches. Okay. I am, uh, let's see, I have to think about it, make sure I don't, can I disguise the lie? All right. I was born in Dallas, Texas. Right. And I currently own an apartment building. So those are my three. Sorry, I'm trying to quietly type. So those are my three. And while we're thinking about those three things, six feet four, born in Dallas, Texas, own an apartment building. I don't know if you guys can hear my life, my wife uh, <laughs> 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 in the background, but yeah, over the whole door between us. So while while let the comments think about that for a little bit, and wife, you're absolutely omitted. All right, don't get kicked out the chat. I have unlimited power on this thing. <laughs> So while we're doing that, um, I'm gonna kick it to Miss to Miss uh, Teacher up there, Ooh. and little Pagey. What's happening, Pagey? So pandemic of lying, right? We talked about lies we tell ourselves and all that sort of thing. What's a good way? I guess if you know someone who lies a lot, what are you saying to them? What advice are you giving them in order to? Um, I want to help curve that a little bit. Um, for me, because I do know someone who um, lies a lot. I mean, I guess like in the beginning, you know, of course you just try to like go to that person one on one and really kind of express what they lying does and you know what you would want in return, you know, instead of the lie, you know, and how you feel the truth will be, especially between you two and your relationship. Um, but once you do that, maybe a couple of times and you see that that person is going to continue to lie and it's a person that you can't necessarily just like, you know, get rid of, then everything that they say has to be fact-checked. I fact-check everything that that person say. Or if it's something that it, that cannot be checked, then I just be like, well, Lord, I don't want to say that this person is lying and they might not be. <laughs> But I don't want to believe it in their, because because of their history. So I'm just gonna whatever. Yeah, believe it or not believe it. It's one of those. I don't believe it until I see it. And it, yeah, like oh, okay, that happened. Cool. I'm not saying I believe it, but I'm not saying I don't believe it. Okay. Okay, so, so you're a little bit more gentle. Yeah, you're a little bit yeah, more gentle, but you call like, it out. Yeah, because you know if a person if. If you done already did all of that, if you done called that person out numerous times on their lie and they still consider to, you know, they still want to lie, choose to lie, and then you even have that one-on-one, that heart-to-heart -heart with that person, like, you know, you know, you don't have to lie to me, you know, we can be honest with each other. And if they still choose to lie, then honestly, I feel like I have done everything that I have done to, um, you know, let make this person feel comfortable. And I just feel like, 
at the end of the day, it's on that person's yeah. term, not when I want them to. So it's just kind of like one day, hopefully this person may stop lying. And once they do, then I will be, you know, most definitely here in the ear, you know, to this person. But until that day comes, everything that they say is definitely in the air because I don't know whether or not to believe it. So it's just like, mm, yeah, it's one of those mm, nice. Glad it happened for you. I like it's that. Nice. What do you think? Before I go to Mr. Rich, uh, <laughs> so my brother-in-law, Michael Lee says, uh, I know a lot of Asha tales, which is my wife. <laughs> I'm going to call my sister so our families can get together. Ellipsis, lie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one. And of course, he says, terrible. Don't lie. You're terrible at it. Oh, see, there it is. Maybe that's the lie within the lie, right? Maybe I've just been pretending to be a terrible liar all this time. So when I do get that lie in that I want to be covered up, no one sees it coming. You right? wrote it that way. <laughs> I wrote it that way. There you go. Yeah. So like to that. this comment, she is saying, who me? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and before Mr. Rich gives us his take on on, uh, on the teacher's uh, comment there, how gentle she is with curving the liars. And, you know, um, if you want to comment... Please click the link right there. Boom. All the prompts. And you can join us live right here. We're talking about the pandemic of lying. Boom. There it is. So, Mr. Rich, your thoughts on, on that? My thoughts on, on her statement? Yeah, yeah. So, I asked the question, you know, how do, if you know someone who lies a lot, how do you deal with that? Right? So, you can share your story. Well, you know, but her comment was, you know, she just kind of make sure to gently cause it out and kind of go with the flow, meet them where well, they're she, She's, 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 you know, she's a female, you know, so they, they have a, a nicer nature, you know, most of the time. <laughs> um, people that just lie all the time, like, like definitely there's no guys around me that just lie all the time because I'd be like, man, you full of shit. And I just don't hang out with you you know what i mean Simple right. that. um and as far as females go i really don't have to be around a lot of females like that to hear them lie to me um so i usually i guess i just worry about niggas lying to me but um <laughs> i don't pay them any attention you know what i mean i feel mm. like if a nigga lying to me it it, it just has no bearing like you know, at the end of the day, that do anything for me. He's not gonna do anything for me. You know, I don't care if he's lying or not. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I just got this new car, and it's, I don't give a shit. You know? yeah. <laughs> but that's what's up, right, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's in the air. It's in the air. You like okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we got our first guest here tonight. <laughs> of course, my wife joining us through the interwebs. Mrs. Gales, how are you? Hello. All right, so look, I'm gonna throw you over here. Mm -hmm. You know, who's, she's refusing to show her face. She's gonna, she's gonna be that person. Well, yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us on the show. Uh, your 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 thoughts. So I just have to come on and tell this story because it's not a lie that I told, but it is a lie that my oldest daughter Alexandria told when she was about five or six years old, not and it just it just 
blew my mind. So when she was in kindergarten, um, no, first grade, she was in first grade, she, um, I came to school and she was in the principal's office and she was just in tears. And so her teacher pulls me aside and she's like, um, well, she has to go to the principal's office because she brought a knife to school. And I'm like, what? She brought a knife to school. And so she's like, yes. And so she had it in the cafeteria and she was using it while she was eating lunch. And it was like maybe a four inch, like the, not even a paring knife, like the little lemon knives that are really bendy and flexible. Mm-hmm. And so her teacher asked her why she brought it to school. And she was like, so I could cut my chicken nuggets, you know? So she gets in trouble though, because still quote unquote, she has a weapon in school and she has to go to the principal's office. And the principal asked her, you know, why she brought the knife to school. And she's crying and she's crying. And so she then tells them that the knife that she brought to school was left to her by her granny, who is my mom, who passed (laughs) away. And it was left to her by her granny. And it was all that she had left to remember her by. And (laughs) I literally, like, they're telling me this. And I'm like, I can't rat her out. (laughs) Because at that point, like... You know, the whole, I mean, they're just feeling sorry for her. And all I could do was go, uh-huh, huh, all right. Okay. <laughs> and that, yeah, so that, that's my my story of, I think, the best lie I've ever heard told because she told it with, like, seamlessly and for this to come out of the brain of a six-year-old trying to get herself out of trouble just blows my mind. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. As long as they were. <laughs> And look, Michael Lee yeah. is in the comments saying that Alexandria never lies. She's a princess. Yet another lie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whether you say technically or by attitude these days, Mike. She's 16, man, trying to learn how to drive and hang out with friends. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Mr. Bills. Give her Mr. Jordan Bills. Yeah, Mr. Jordan Bills says, great lie in regards Absolutely. to that story. Thanks for sharing, wife. Absolutely. So before I kick you back to uh, the teacher, again, want to remind people in the comments, we're doing two truths. Oh, I struggle with that. Two truths and one lie. And we're on me right now. I am six feet, four inches. I was born in Dallas, Texas. I own an apartment building, which is Jay Zilla lying about. So teacher, what do you think? You know, you, you deal with kids on a day-to-day basis or in, you're getting ready for school and whatnot. And you have, you know, children, you got a whole slew of little cousins, right? Little nieces and nephews, right? Does that does that hit home, that lie that you just heard Ms. Gail say? Um, yes. Um, but you know what? In the, in the classroom, my kids really don't lie to me. And I guess it's because I make them comfortable enough to tell the truth. So... If I feel like a child is lying, you know, I can, I normally be, can tell, like, I can tell. So if I feel like a child is lying, then I kind of, like, I change my approach. And I go to them more, like, softer and nicer, and I re-ask the question. And that's when they uh, tell me, like, yeah, I did it, or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So when they do admit to the lie, I mean, when they do tell me the truth, I do not 
like, you know, switch up and be like, you know, rah, like, yes, I got you on the line, you know, I don't do right. any of that. What I do is I continue talking in that same tone so they can continue to, you know, feel that they can trust me and tell me anything, something is not, you know, they can tell me the truth and not feel like they have to lie because they're scared of the consequences. So whenever they do, I keep, like I say, I keep the same tone and I just let them know, like, you know, it's not okay to lie and the whole shebang. If you would have been told me, we could have did this, we could have did that. But since you lie, like, you know, you still have to have some type of consequence. But just next time, do not lie and you won't have to face this consequence. And they understand. And like I said, the next time they normally are really truthful to me. And as far as like my nieces, um, I only got one that's really at the age to lie. And I do have the same way I do my kids in my classroom because I want her to be able to always come to me, even if she feels like she can never go to nobody else. I want you to be able to come to me <laughs> because I'm going to help you. You know, I'm not that type of person like, yeah, you're doomed. No, I'm going to help you get out of whatever situation you cause yourself to, you know, get in. I'm going to help you get out of it. So, you they need people, especially kids and teenagers, they need that outdoor that they can be completely 100% honest with. That's not really going to focus on so much consequence and really trying to help them through it, you know. So, that's how I handle it. That is awesome. So, I like that absorb it right just give me the information i'm not going to freak out and react to it any crazy type of way right? I mean, but you're still staring them. oh yeah no see and that's yeah. one of the things I, that i struggle with myself because mine is always like i got you see now if you just do and then here comes the long lecture right absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> want to stay away from that as a parent yeah man and again we want to remind you thank you mr richard uh <laughs> to if you want to call in with a comment, you can do audio like my wife did, or just like we are here, live, video, audio, all of it. Just click that link and join us. So, yeah, we're talking about the pandemic line, and while we're at it, uh, we feel like we had enough time for the comments to answer the question. I'll leave it to Mr. Rich again, since, look, so we're cousins, the teacher and I. So, I, I'm a, she's exempt from this. So, Mr. Richard, six feet, four inches. Born in Dallas, own an apartment building. Which is the lie? Hmm. Well, I know you pretty well, uh, but uh, uh, you're definitely six four. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no guess there. You look big in the chair, dog. Uh, <laughs> you see, uh, going with the process of elimination. Right, 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 right. What was what was my second option there? Six four, born in Dallas. Now mm -hmm. that one, uh, man. Now people are watching. I'm sure they're probably like, I don't know. I think I would feel the same way, other than I know the answer to that. So, um, I, I'm just gonna go with the apartment building, Jack. I'm gonna go with the apartment building for uh, now. Man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna manifest that into your future and say that that's something that you're working on and you're gonna have here soon. You know I, mean? I love it. I love it. I love the optimism. Right. <laughs> that is in fact <laughs> that is in fact the lie. Good job. <laughs> well, Tony, look, man, Chulo Rich is two for two, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so now you, you start thinking about your two truths and one lie as we go to, um, you know, I guess last sort of 
type of lie, right? Uh, the lies we do with our actions. I talk about this a lot with my daughters, especially. You know, I've got 12, 16 year old daughters who are in the seventh grade and 11th grade. And um, I'm trying to instill into my sons who are two and four, but, you know, all they're caring about is smashing things, building it back up, and snacking. And so I try <laughs> to talk to the older two. <laughs> so I talk to the older two about the lies we tell people through our actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I tell them if they make a bad joke that really hurts your feelings and you just kind of smile and nod and <laughs> okay, I said, what are they most likely to do the next time they want to say a bad joke that hurts your feelings? They're probably going to do it again. You know, so what are some examples, especially all of us, we have, you know, we all parents, we're around other kids. You know, what can we tell this next generation coming up about what, how to carry yourself, what to do, you know, when you're in that sort of situation? Uh, dealer's choice, who wants to go first? Ladies first, bro. Ladies first, okay. I was testing you, Mr. Rich. I, I, was, I was worried. I thought, go, man, I got this. Back up, woman. <laughs> um, I feel like when it comes to that, when, and like you said, as far as like you're telling your kids, um, it depends on, you know, who, from what point of view are you telling your kids, you know? So for me, because I do have a daughter, and even with the kids in the classroom, you know, I try to teach them things like this as well. But when I like, you have to, you know, if you're in a jokester and you're telling a joke and you know that it might hurt somebody's feelings and you say it, you can tell by their action. Like you said, if they're, you know, ha, 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 or, oh, that was really funny, you know? So I feel like if you're the jokester and you know that you can tell that that person is lying through their action, then that means that you should not tell that joke again or not cross that line again, you know, as far as trying to hurt somebody's feelings. But if you're on the other shoe and you know person getting the joke cracked on and you I feel like in some situations you give people two tries. For me, it's two. Mm. The first time that somebody might crack a joke and it might be a little offensive, yeah, I might ha ha lie through that, you know, lie through my laugh. And if they do it again though, however, then that's when I am going to say something. I'm gonna be like, um, I really don't see that one funny, okay? You know, I let you slide yeah. the first time, so don't don't go overboard, okay? Because then, yeah, I'm gonna start throwing jokes out there, and you're not gonna be laughing. So, yeah, let's choose that battle wisely, okay? So that's the same thing I would tell my kids to do. You know, the first time, kind of overlook it. The second time, then that's when you you know put your foot down and you let that person know that you know those type of jokes are the ones that they need to refrain from. Or let's turn. Let's turn. <laughs> so, I like, I like Mr. Rich. Mr. Rich, your thoughts on that? Um, I think like like I said before with the last answer, I you know as her answer, you know, being a female, I think she she's taking a nicer approach, and that's cool. You know what I mean? Um, as a male, you know, especially an older male, maybe when I was a kid, um. I didn't have as much confidence and I didn't have, um, I didn't have as much oomph about myself. Um, mm -hmm. so 
I might have laughed along with something or, or, or went along with something just because I was uncertain or unsure or just not strong enough to stop it. You know what I mean? But, you know, now as an adult, you know, don't don't come at me with the bullshit if you don't want something in return. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, All right. And if I feel like I'm not liking where you're going, I'm going to just check you right there. We're not going to we're not going to have 15 opportunities to cross this line. You're not going to become right. a habitual line stepper with me. Habitual <laughs> line stepper. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to who's that? Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Hey, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a habitual <laughs> line stepper. Yeah, man. Well, look, you keep thinking about your two truths in the lie before we get out of here. I'm not going to let you slide on that. Assignment. So, um, oh man. So yeah, there, so here's the situation I had. I was working at Nissan. We're on the line. You know, I'm working with a bunch of white dudes, and you know, us black folks are sprinkled out throughout the plant. You know, um, so that we're telling jokes as we do, they're trying to pass the time, and you know, the lie of uh, as long as you keep yourself, your mind occupied, time goes by faster. It's like, eh, does it? Twelve hours. <laughs> My, my body's still right. We came in think we were working eight and it turned into ten. So, eh, I still feel it. But I digress. <laughs> so here was the here's the thing that happened. So we're cracking jokes and whatever, and a guy tells me a racist joke. Now it was hilarious. I don't know that sounds horrible for me to say as a black dude, but it was a racist joke. But it was super funny, and I was like, okay, hang on, man. And I called. I was like, hey, you know, blank and blank. I called them over who happened to be what some people might call uh, traditional black folks, you know? They got the dregs, they got the, you know what I mean? And, you know, traditional. <laughs> so uh, I was like, hey man, tell him that joke, man, it's hilarious. And when I say his whole face turned white and then red, and him just, oh, well, so- uh, He was colored. Oh, man, I can't even tell it right. <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind, it's all right, I'll tell y'all later. He's like, all right, cuz, I'll see you. All right, bye, big girls, and let you go on. And I looked at him, you know, we're on break at this point. And I said, if you couldn't tell them that joke and you felt like something was me. wrong about it, why would you think it's okay to tell me or anybody else? Right? Mm -hmm. And that was his warning. And it never mm -hmm. happened again. But I just always thought about if I was the type to just, oh, man, that's hilarious, and just move on. Oh, Jack, I'd have got 15 racist jokes a week. Easily. Oh, you'd have been right? a nigga next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can say it right with you, big girls. You're you're fine, right? It's like, what is it about me that you felt it was okay, and I wasn't mm -hmm. gonna react? But as soon mm -hmm. as they came over, it was a whole different story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just love the idea of like what we tell the lies we tell ourselves through our actions and all that good stuff, Mr. Rich. Speaking of which, oh, and it rhymes. Look at that bars. Uh, give me two lie or two truths and one lie. Go. Two truths, one lie. All right. Let's see. Let's see. I am a store owner. I have six children. I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Well, these are good right here. Store owner. Six children. Born in Detroit. Did I keep my face good? I tried to. I tried to make yeah. sure. I look, look, no, I got you. Bloop. You there need you to look off. There we go. Look, I took them all the way off. There you go. <laughs> make sure you ain't giving anything away. So yeah. So those are the three. Make sure I got it right. 
Give it to me one more time. Mr. Rich, go ahead. Give me your three again. I am a store owner. I have six children. And I'm from Detroit, Michigan. All right. And in the comments, I already got a comment. Look at that. Poker face. All right. <laughs> store owner. Is he a store owner? Does he have six children? Is he from Detroit? And I'm going to abstain because I know him quite well, too. We'll give the... We'll give the comments a, a second or two, but um, yeah. So give me a, give me something, there, teacher. A situation where you <laughs> have to correct somebody. You have to correct somebody with your uh, with your lies. I'm gonna throw it up there, Tony. I see. You. <laughs> um. So I kind of had a, a, a similar situation. You know, I remember we was at. Okay, so at. My fans would know. I am from Dallas, Texas, and in ninth grade, I did move to Grand Perry, which is a suburb right outside of um, Dallas. And of course, it was totally different, you know, urban suburbs, of course, okay? So there, I was like, you know, I, I stuck out a sore thumb, you know, I was kind of loud. Um, I was very outgoing. I was very, you know, say what's on my mind, type of person, and all of the above. So I remember um, one of the girls was like making a joke and was saying that I was ghetto. And mm. the first time, like I say, for me, I'm kind of like a. I have to. For me, I have to give people at least two two tries because I know for me, I I overreact. And when I when I do react, sometimes it be too far. So it's just kind of like, well, if I let them slide the first time, they give me time to kind of think, you know, versus going with right. how I'm gonna react the first time. So, um, yeah, she 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 made a joke about me being ghetto, and I kind of like like you say, lost through my actions. Ha ha, okay, girl. <laughs> so she brought it up again, and this time we was kind of in front of you know more people. And I was oh. glad that was actually more front of more people though, because I wanted to set the, the set the record straight in front of everybody. So this day forward, this joke is never gonna be made again. Or if it is, well, when I fight fire with fire, it is what it is. So I just kinda like the second time she brought it up, it was just like, you know, you y'all know Angel Ghetto, you know, ha 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 ha. And I'm just like, no, I am not ghetto okay i might be hood yes but ghetto i am not okay so and it was the way that i said it you know very straightforward i'm talking directly to her you know and in front of everybody and it's like i know with me like the teacher tone i feel like i've always had that so it's kind of like when i want everybody to hear me then you know you know Test out, you know, so I can project it right. so everybody is listening. And I did guess I had to do it though, you know, just kind of like let her know, like, no, you're using the wrong term, okay? Because I'm not ghetto. <laughs> and I might be hood, yes, <laughs> but ghetto, I am not. And I have class. And, and you I know, feel that. Correct her. Feel that. And she never comes back <laughs> again. Nobody else. So, that's amazing. As I go to Mr. Rich, man, first your thoughts on, on that situation, right? I feel that, man. Um, I think, like I said, you know, me personally, 
I'm I'm with checking you the first time because what you're not going to do is get in that situation in front of all them people and then I got to deal with it because then you might get you see what happens with people especially men a lot of times and I don't know maybe women are the same but once that crowd is created and then the, and the disrespect happens in front of that crowd it's a whole different situation whereas if I can right. pull you to the side I say what I got to say to you especially the first time I'm pull you to the side I'm gonna let you know how I feel I'm gonna let you know what I got to say then when you cross that line again I don't feel no kind of way when I got to meet you at that line you understand so uh i prefer to go ahead and lay them boundaries down early that way later on you know anybody crossing them lines we know what it is you know that's amazing man so look nice. as we as we did do a deep dive right here's the here's the three options is chulo rich a store owner does he have six children or is he from detroit which one is the lie and we got our first comment mr jordan bill says no way he from detroit you too soft <laughs> the crying emojis <laughs> and then mike lee <laughs> then mike lee says he is not from detroit if he was he would have to put more emphasis on the d right okay so look man we'll, we'll leave it to the lady as usual um the, so she will see if she can guess the correct answer and then i want to talk about this uh this dallas ties right this oak cliff these ties, you know, uh, one of a big story out there, this Mo3 slaying, right? You know, I'd like to know how much you know about that. How close is it to, you know, you and people around you? Like what kind of what they're saying. But for now, is Mr. Rich a store owner? Does he have six children? Or is he from Detroit? Three seconds. Boom. Two. One. Oh, okay. I really want to say he not have six children. But I'm going to say he do not have six children. Mr. Is Rich, that the lie? is that the lie? That is the lie. Look at, oh man, 100%. Hey, and tell what's Michael Lee, Michael I Lee. said. Tell Michael Lee, I said, I don't know Michael Lee. Tell Michael Lee, I said, what up, though? Now you right. <laughs> no, there it is. <laughs> Tell Michael Lee, I said, what up, though? Seven Mile. You know, yeah, I mean, he's a Browns fan, so I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it, man. So, before we get out of here, because, you know, I'm to y'all through the actions of like, yeah, man, 45 minutes to an hour. You know, we'll get in and out. But the conversation got so nice, we just kept it going. Talk to me a little bit about your ties to uh, Dallas. I know you said, you know, Dallas born, all the good stuff. Talk to me. Oak Cliff, Mo3, what do you got? So, um, actually, Mo3, he was very close to our family because of uh, one of my, my mom's brother. Um, he was on his wing before he, I think he just really took off. And, you know, we don't see him at events and took pictures with him and everything. So, you know, I know him as to be a pretty cool, you know, dude. Um, as far as. <laughs> she said what? So, <laughs> and that's my type, baby. Well, she called you on a lot. Look, you said you'd be done an hour ago with my juice box. Yes. He's like, no, I want the tape. And that's what I want to take. Thank God. I ain't even to my lip gloss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, um, at first, this land, um, I'm not, I'm not really big into, like, 
celebrity life and drama, you know, just mm-hmm. because I have my own personal life that I'm going on and I don't really have space for someone else that's irrelevant to me. I don't know this person, you know, really, you know, to care about what's going on in their life, honestly. Um, as far as his plan, I, it's sad, you know, someone died over something very senseless, you know, especially the fact that I know that, um, I, allegedly the person who put the hit out on him, they were, they were friends once before. So it's like, you know, how do y'all go from being friends to literally wanting to put each other in the ground when it's bigger than that? You know, both of you guys have children, you know, and then with the whole, like, we got bigger problems, I feel like it's black people. So right. us trying to, you know, really hurt, hurt each other and, you know, harm each other. We got enough of, you know, hurt and harm towards us. So it's like, if we take some of off each other and focus it on our, you know, I want to say, uh, uh, <laughs> then, you know, we probably can actually get somewhere as a people, you know, reunite. We actually stop fighting with each other. So I honestly do believe that. I think it's very senseless. Um, as far as like his rival, um, he's still making this about him. And I think it's very tacky. Although to his defense, mm. he said that, um, you know, when Mo3 was making songs about his friends when his friends died. And I understand that, you know, but I just feel like it is just very disrespectful to talk about the dead. So mm. the man is dead, you know, let it be, let bygones be bygone. There's nothing more. And he has kids, you know? So his kids will have to grow up listening to, you know, the diss songs about his dad being dead. It's, it's extremely disrespectful to me. I'm, I'm against it. I don't like it. But then, like I said, then again, I don't really, I'm not really into other business when I got my own shenanigans going on. That's how I remain a peaceful and beautiful life over here. Minding my business. <laughs> Girl, you know, you I understand that. So now you're talking about the lie of, of, uh, oh man, before I get to Mr. Rich, because Mr. Rich, look, he, when we first started this, he was pointing me to this guy who talks about it all the time. Um, uh, well, what was his name? Chulo? Ratchet. Ratchet from Ratchet Shout TV. Shout out Ratchet man. TV, man. Shout out Ratchet TV. That dude is something else. So yeah, so he did a deep dive and, you know, but what she's talking about there is, through the actions, right? No one thought to, okay, I'm just gonna be bigger man and step down because I've seen where this goes. But instead, like what we're gonna do is just talk about it so much and ratchet it up so much, right? Because you know it's good for business, it's you know rep and all of these things, all these little lies that they've been told and that they are acting out in the streets. Like you say, you know, someone gets killed and you're actually, you know, talking about uh you're actually talking about this person who's died, right? And celebrating, laughing, right. making videos about it. So, Mr. Rich, give us a quick backstory, your thoughts on it, and uh, we talk some more about this pandemic of lying. All right. Um, first off, man, because we're talking about the pandemic of lying, um, th- this 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 backstory that he has is a very deep backstory, and it won't be proven until the case is finished because it's very deep um but there's obviously a lot of lies you know what i mean and one of the lies told they're saying that um 
the victim himself told a lie that got him into some things um from what i can tell is not maybe that might not necessarily be the situation um but the problem of it is that um this culture now and i can't just say them because it's a lot of it's the age group and it's um the type of rap and i think it started with with chicago and drill music um snitching on yourself is cool now for some reason you know what i mean like <laughs> having every gun i own in the video and, and whatever else crooked i got going on you know what i mean and telling facebook police and the feds and all of that what i'm doing is cool now you know what i mean and then after i tell you about it it's even cooler to make a song about it you know what i mean and so i don't know what the hell is wrong with them um <laughs> i will say they're talented you know what i mean i like all of their music right. very talented individuals i hate it because they killed one of them and this was probably one of the most talented individuals to come through music in a long long time most people don't know of him but when they do catch wind of him they're you know like oh my god what's that you know um and his nemesis so to speak uh which which was a lot of people but the main person man uh, i identify with him a lot i like him a lot you know what i mean but the nigga's probably gonna be gone pretty soon uh, you know what i mean it's, it's if i you know if, if what i see is correct you know what i mean um mm -hmm. and the whole dissing the dead thing and all that like i said that's that's just this culture that that's these new kids you know what i mean um if you nip something in the bud right from the beginning that stops but for some reason that was allowed to keep happening and and once it got put on the music which was put in front of everybody that's kind of like that situation that we was talking about with with, with teacher whereas you know she didn't say nothing to to the lady the first time and then they got in front of the crowd and she wanted to talk she wanted to say something crazy you know what i mean um mm -hmm. once these things get out to the public the public starts looking true or false their perception matters to certain right. people you know what i mean and uh, uh a lot of that took over what was going on and uh people got tired of people talking and somebody did something apparently you know so uh and it was wild man just a, just the wildest murder mystery type of case i've seen in a long time you know All right long time yeah so again because you say, you know, I don't know what's wrong with them, right? Look at them looking at the people who came before them. And this idea that, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Dave Chappelle had a, a famous sketch, when keeping it real goes wrong, right? Lady calls on the phone, hangs up. It was the wrong number, but she's like, no, I'm going to keep it real, right? I don't like people playing on my phone. I don't like people playing on my phone. Right, right. So, I mean, the, the lies we tell us, I mean, she had a, an audience, no matter how small she is. But mm -hmm. this idea that looking at the generation before you and saying, "No, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tiptoe. I'm not gonna walk on the eggshells. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I'm about to do, and then I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna put you in a song." Like it's one of those things that are really, you know, in depth, right? With how far we're willing to go with these lies that we tell ourselves, that we tell our children through our actions, through what we say, what we do, all this stuff, right? But somewhere down the line, Mr. Rich, I'm sure the teacher will agree. They were showed or told or sold how to be, who to be, how to move. And they bought that lie. You know, like you said, they're really talented. Absolutely. What happens Absolutely. if they get involved with a Jay-Z or, you know, one of these commercial guys who can just pluck them right out of that environment 
and expose them to something new. Absolutely. Right. The lie I told myself coming up was I'm gonna get my mom in the house, you know, a couple of streets away because of how nice the neighborhood was, you know, how you know what school that you know we would be a part of, all that sort of thing. Until I went to a, a university and they invite me over and then I see like, oh, there's ten more levels above me. I can't yeah. believe I, I bought that lot. That me yeah. being successful is moving a couple of streets away. You know? Yeah. As teacher but, joins but, us but back, that's what yeah. you knew. That's what you knew. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that's very interesting. And before you go, uh, we'll give you last word because I know we in held you hostage probably long enough, teacher. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely appreciate you having us on. You can hang out in the back room. Or if you got to go, I definitely understand that. But we definitely want to thank you for coming on and joining us and, you know, playing our games, answering questions. It's a good chat. It's a good chat. I really appreciate it. Anything, any shout-outs or promos or anything before you go? Of course. You guys can follow me on Instagram. I'm having my followers up, man. On Instagram at callmeteacher underscore. And I am on Facebook under Angel Smith. Okay, so you guys can follow me on both. Um, I do be posting. Sorry, for me, y'all. But <laughs> I be, I'm starting now to post, like, you know, more of what I'm doing in the classroom. Um, I'm thinking maybe doing a teacher blog or something in that um, area. I'm noticing that it's something that's missing, and I feel like I have, I have it. So I'm thinking about starting to use the social media platform to, you know, teacherize everything. So my teacher like friends it. out there. <laughs> so everything is teacherized. Right. Yeah. For those of you who know her, absolutely. For those of you who know her, please go support. I know teachers are constantly, at least around here and where we're from, Rich, uh, asking for supplies, soap, paper, tissue, all those sort of things. If your child has plenty, get them, you know, a couple of pencils, little erasers, folders, paper. I mean, all that stuff. Any little bit you can give matters. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, man. So pandemic of lying. I think this is a good talk. We'll have to, you know, keep it going one way or another. Come hook a crook. Uh, 